Carolyn Jasinski with her husband Rick and faithful Monty the dog have so far travelled more than 12,000 kilometres on their half lap of the east of Australia. It's taken three months and about $45 a day in fuel, but they've managed to save on accommodation. And Carolyn gives you the tips on where to stay and how to find interesting and safe places to park your RV, caravan or even your tent. Well, we've been following the trek of Carolyn Jasinski, husband Rick, and the Wonder Dog. And uh, <laughs> would you believe they're on? They've, they're on a three-month half lap of Australia, and in fact, they're now on the final leg. I'm talking to them uh, here in Victoria, and I think if they wanted to make it home from where they are in Ballarat, they could do it. They might take an extra day or two because they do love a bit of a a camp along the way and it when I was talking to Carolyn yesterday she she said to me you know we could do a story on where do you stay when you're going around Australia I guess it depends how you're traveling what form of uh, vehicle tent whatever you you might choose to uh, drag around the country behind you so uh, Carolyn welcome back to the show thank you thank you very much how, how are you feeling you're a bit tired from all this travel no, not tired. It's really strange because, like you said, we're on the homeward stretch and today's the first time we've seen a, a, a sign saying Adelaide. Adelaide, oh. And hey. it's about 680 k's, I think, from Ballarat and Victoria. Is that and, more than you like to do in a day? Oh, yeah, much more. Right. We, we're, we're a kind of seasoned nomads at the moment. We do a couple of hundred kilometres and go, oh, we better stop somewhere. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we don't we're wear still, ourselves out. Yeah, well, you know, you, you, it's all about where you stop and what you see. And some of it's about the journey as well, because you're mm. seeing this beautiful countryside. Mm. Um, but we don't want to miss all these fabulous stops as well. So it's No, we've little... had some lovely stops, some little places, uh, some, some happenstances, I guess you'd call them. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think sometimes it involves a vanilla slice or, or a coffee scroll. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole other issue. You can deal well, with your... Uh, you can deal with your doctor on when you get back. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, we we have made bakery stops a bit of a thing again. Have you? I'm not on the hunt for a special bakery item, but yeah, we do love a good sausage roll and and uh, okay. custard tart. Healthy, it's <laughs> unbelievably good. Yeah, you should stick with that. So, how many k's have you done? What's the what's the uh, odometer say at the minute? Oh, we're over twelve thousand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 12,000 and I think the cost per day in fuel is down below $45 a day. Oh, okay, and so that's you diesel remember, fuel, right? Yeah, diesel. Okay. Um and that's not and the, the cheapest anymore, but it's cheap to cheaper to use but dearer to buy. Yes, it's all around. Oh, some if you get it for about $2.10, yeah. it's pretty the per liter is pretty good at the moment. Right. It's right. um yeah, it's it, it's changing some places 235 even in the built-up areas which is a bit ridiculous but i think the the prices of fuel is horrible for everybody yeah you're in an rv how big is your rv just remind us it's a big motorhome it's 7.2 meters long two and a half meters wide and three and a half meters tall right so that which brings me to another mm. quick very quick point is when you're going through these little country towns some of them have these bridges that are not marked on any maps and you, you go to go into a little town and there'll be a suddenly um, an old railway line bridge 
and it might be three metres. We have to put the brakes on pretty quick and backtrack because you're we're not, not getting underneath it. You're not looking for a convertible <laughs> RV? No. Right, just checking on that. Okay. Just, it's a big bull head, but it's um, yeah. well, very comfortable. Uh, does Google have those things on their Google Maps or not? Well, no, it doesn't, doesn't seem to come up on any of ours. Maybe you need to write them a letter. Maybe. I know you can put options in. Uh, so, for instance, us being the cheapskates that we are, we don't like paying tolls. So yeah. everywhere we go, we have please avoid tolls. Yeah. And okay. sometimes it means you do a few more kilometres. Yeah. Um, but, again, every time we've gone a bit of a detour to avoid a toll, we found little gems along the way. So oh, yeah, well, it's good. That's, we're quite uh, happy, yeah. That's good. I guess on the road, you're in your RV, but I guess you must meet all sorts of people with tents on the roof, with uh, camper trailers, with caravans, with these little A-frame things that they unfold at night. <laughs> Hopefully yes. they're waterproof. They generally Do they generally look first for a caravan park or for a free camping zone what what do you think well there's such a mixture so that there's usually two two groups of people you'll have those people who might travel in their comfortable cars and they tend to go on shorter road trips to a destination right. and they might stay in hotels and motels or cabins in caravan parks um tiny homes and glamping tents they're very popular you've got pubs and then as you mentioned you've got people with four-wheel drives that have tents on the top of their four-wheel mm. drives mm. so these people are kind of the 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 go-betweens if you like between that group and the second group would be the nomads who are in their rvs like motorhomes like us caravans uh, camper trailers um or just tents there's still a lot of people out there that just love tents mm. I don't really understand it, but I find well, not putting up a proof as a rule. Well, yeah, and <laughs> and watching them put up a tent every time they stop somewhere. But if you talk to tent people, they just love it. It's yeah. just they love the freedom. So that's the two types of people. But within those groups, there's such a range of what people prefer. Yeah, you know, some people prefer the free camps where they don't have to pay. Um, and they like being completely self-sufficient. You've got other people that like national parks uh, for various reasons. They just love the national parks and they love the, the wildlife and the wilderness and the camps in national parks are generally quite cheap. They're usually about $15 each. Okay. And they might provide toilets. Some have showers, usually cold showers, um, but it's a first-in, best-dressed basis. Um, Litchfield... National Park is an example up in the Northern Territory. You can go in there and camp in their National Park camps. And they're, they're lovely little areas, but there's no booking. You get in and, you know, if you if you get the spot, it's yours. But if you go away as well and look at something else and come back, somebody else has taken it, then that's bad luck. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem with an RV. You can't leave uh, the caravan as a, as a mark that's of your right. claim. You can't stake that's your right. claim. With an you've empty, got a, vacant spot. Yes, you've got to pack the whole home up with you. The plus side is that it's it also creates a different kind of road trip because you are, are more on the road. And if you've got a caravan, you, you might pop the caravan, set it up, and then explore in all directions in your car. With a motorhome, you're actually, you tend to go on the one-way route uh, and you might detour a little bit, but you find that you're more 
mobile. You don't. You wouldn't go, for example, 20, 30 k's north of a destination and then backtrack. Yeah. You'd probably keep going. So I've, I've found that the motorhome road trips tend to be more on the go right. than if you're in a caravan. But everyone's got a different idea of, of what they like and don't like. We've mixed it up. We like a bit of everything. So mm. if you were to ask us what we've done, um, we've done a bit of everything. So to, to let you know, in a motorhome, we're fully self-contained, mm. so we can free camp or boondock, as the Americans like to call it. So we've got a shower and a toilet on board. We've got a fresh water tank. We've got a grey water tank. Now, grey water is things like your sink water. The dishes, yeah. Dishes. And then you've got the black water, which is completely separate. That's your toilet. Right. So we've got house batteries so that we can run anything, 12 grid gadgets, you know, like um, fans. We even run the TV, lights. We right. can actually stay off grid for up to about four days. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, we've got solar panels uh, on the roof of the motorhome and that trickle feeds into the house batteries so as well. So they're working all day, are they? They, Yeah, they just trickle feed in and, and, and boost up what you might use overnight. Right. So you have to be sensible. You can't have every light on in the motorhome. Right. Um, but we have, we have been out for four days and we've watched a movie every night and we might play cards by the light and we cook on the, the gas cooktop and... Right. So, yeah, it's it's a really good mixture. But in terms of accommodation, on this trip, we've by the time we finished, it'll be 89 days, uh, three quarter, months. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we have free camped. Yeah. So that's where you pull up at rest areas. And you pay nothing. And there's often no toilets. But even though we have a toilet on board, just brace yourself for this one because I have to, have to be honest. Is this too much whatever, information coming now? I'm worried now. I'll be careful. Okay. Whatever you do in the toilet, you've got to deal with. Right. So we only do number ones. Okay, I get <laughs> Cause, that. Because I don't want to deal with anything else. <laughs> okay, so you're looking for someone else's toilet to mess up, so, right? Yes, so we pick free camps that have toilets. Okay. So you what don't about have... on the road? You can stop at a, at a rest area and Absolutely. And yeah. do that, so, can't you? So a lot of these free camps are at rest areas. Oh, okay. So you pull in and, you know, it might be just a bit of asphalt off the side of the road with a toilet. Some are very elaborate. And along the West Coast, their free camps are amazing. You pull in and you have the f- initial area where you see the, the asphalt and quite often there's an extra road that goes out the back. And we've pulled into some of these places and there's been like 50 caravans and motorhomes. It's like a whole unofficial caravan park, if oh, you okay. like. So are they that... noisy places to stop? It sort of worries me that you're going to have the trucks roaring through. No. When, they, when they're pulled off, oh, some of the rest areas, yes. Right. If you're just pulling off the side of the highway. Not many people would just pull into a general rest area. You need to be able to go back a little bit. Right. Because I would hate the thought of a semi coming in and bowling you over, and or, or gen- even the lights sort of yeah, the lights and the playing noise. against your um, structure or whatever it is, your tent, your, you know. yeah, yeah. There's okay. not many people that f- w- would put a tent up in a rest area. You need to be a bit more protected than that. Right. But you generally the rest areas now you have separate ones for the semis. For right. the big trucks, okay. um, and you're not allowed to stay in their rest areas. 
which right. is an extremely good idea. You leave them with their areas so that they can pull in and take off. They might only stop for the regular four-hour rest or whatever they have to to comply with road rules. Yes. Um, so they'd be starting and stopping at all to- at all hours. So, okay. So, so you've got your free camps. There is There is one cost involved with the free camp, and that's the price you pay for a long-drop toilet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Some of them are not that pleasant. Some of them are pretty average, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially back years and years. I can't think of the last time I used one, but, yes, the smell <laughs> remains. It's, uh, yeah, it's unmistakable. Yeah, it doesn't leave you very quickly. <laughs> no, it does not. So and you've we... actually got a, a list, which we can publish, of the different apps that are available for free camping is that right oh yes so the way you find these places is many different sources so we have got um an app called wiki camps and there are various other versions of it but wiki camps is quite good because it it involves um user input right so if we were to stay at a place and we say this is magic you know it's quiet it's it's got lots of facilities, beautiful views, whatever. You actually add that input. So you can go onto Wikicamps, see where they've pinpointed a free rest area or a caravan park or yeah. a sports ground, and then you can see the reviews as well. Wow. So that that's one way. There's also, if you prefer a hard copy version of that, there's a great book out called Camps Australia. Now, I've got a Camps 9 book which is about five years old. I think they're up to 13 now. Right. Um, but it's such a great – it's a great book, and, and I haven't updated it because this one just does fine. It's got maps, and I love physical maps so that I can put everything into perspective. I like to be able to see where this road I'm on is actually going to get me to. Do you turn the map upside down? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, is that a is that a, a lot a, of people I know, they, you know, they're not sure which way's up and – <laughs> or, or, or you are travelling south, and a map naturally, fa- you know, is. Oh, awkward. okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's just a by the by. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll be able to uh, give people the list of what you use to sort. Yeah, the sure. Place to stay, yeah. Sure, and okay. you've also got camping and caravan park guides. Oh, if you stop at information centres, they're full of really great tips of their local area. Well, that's good. Yep. But they also might have it for the whole state. That was reporter Carolyn Jasinski en route back home to Adelaide speaking with Graham Kemlow.